Hello and welcome to the DFS underscore PhD show for today, the 15th of December. Remember, you're good enough, you're strong enough, and gosh darn it, someone's got to win that money. Might as well be us, and congrats to Sheets. Uh, longtime unique goer, decided yesterday to go with, you remember yesterday I was playing some of the more common lineups, I was suggesting that potentially the reason we never see Udicow on my tweet is that he's not playing all of the lineups with the same strategy, right? I mean, we sometimes do. When there's enough value, Utica will pop in the top 10, top 20 of uniques, but he's not always there. And so I was I was saying, hey, why don't we try to play some more reasonable lineups tonight in addition to our wild lineups? And Sheets did that just right. It was Palmer, I think, probably the big piece here, but I'm, I'm just shocked Trey, Trey Tucker? I don't even know the guy's name, but after he got two touchdowns early at almost mid-price, Shocked he wasn't in there. Uh, disappointed that Erickson didn't do more with his his um, time on the field. He was out there a lot. Um, so I don't feel too bad about that, even though, yeah, Palmer also. It was, I had a better night over at um, basketball, although I think in the end, this didn't wind up smashing that bad because Chris Dunn was not the guy you needed. Um, but overall, I had a fun time at basketball, made a little money. Peyton Watson was a hilarious call. I, I was tutoring. I would have switched off Peyton Watson in a late swap uh, once I saw that Jamal Murray, et cetera, everybody was in. But maybe I shouldn't have. I mean, obviously, he was one of the values of the slate. But I didn't tell you about it because that's all Saberson. I can't pretend like that was on me. Okay, so on to today's slate. Um, congrats again to all the winners last night. Oh, yeah. And I mean, it's not, you know, there, there's a sense in which that's like, too many chops, you know, you want to win $500,000, not $7,000, but also there's a sense in which it's nice to have $7,000 and you can play like three full slates that way. And that's more than max entering that competition. So if you want to think about it that way, two, three X, you could set as your minimum ROI. So I think that's another way to think about it. Instead of thinking about trying to get unique as like a solo goal, think about a minimum ROI, right? Like think about how many ways, if this chops, am I going to be happy with it? So that's the way if you want to go over to your whatever your version of the geometric mean of ownership sheet is. I don't think I have it up and and figure out every night what it's going to be. Um, that's how you can do it. I think that's probably the most reasonable way to do it. Probably how if you were uh, Uticao, you're doing it to make money all the time. But I'm not Uticao. I'm just out here trying to win a couple competitions, the $4, the $1, whatever on any given night. So let's get to it. I'm not going to have this amount. So I always just set up my rules, tell Saberson to go, and then I edit it live on stream. So that's why at the beginning, I'm always like, I don't want this much of this guy or this guy or this guy. In this case, Schroeder, Vassell, and Ingram. I don't want, I don't understand what's going on with, is Vassell like way underpriced today or what's going on with him? 6,300? No, that's not, I mean, it's not way underpriced. That's like fine price. But honestly, like this, first of all, I should say, uh, this will probably screw it up. Wow. Okay, yeah, Bruce Brown Day. I can see that. Okay, so this is a day, the day where there were points. I mean, some days there are not points. Today, there's points. So first of all, I'm crossing off the games where there's not points. Um, Orlando and Boston, no, none, nobody from that game appeals to me. There's going to be good defense played in that game, probably by both teams. I mean, have you guys seen Orlando this year? They're pretty good. So I don't want any part of that game. Honestly, I, I was starting to cross off Houston and Memphis, but there were pieces I liked that were reasonably undervalued. So I left Houston and Memphis for like Triple J and um, Jabari Smith. But for the most part, all of your dudes should come from the games where the points are today. The points are Indian, Indiana and Washington. 
That game is going to be a monster. This is a fine over-under at 257. I mean, like, probably taking the over, right? I mean, these are, if you've watched the show at all, you know where these guys are on the list of fastest-paced teams. The top. They are the top two fastest teams. We're expecting 122 to 120 just based on them playing average people. So they're not playing average people. They're playing the other fastest team in the league. So I don't know, guys. It's going to be a lot of points out there. I might have to give Washington some more just to make sure I've got enough Washington. Really, I mean, they're a really good play because, yeah, I don't really think Indiana is that great of a team either. So I think Washington could put up some points. Okay, uh, besides that, Atlanta-Toronto, another game with tons and tons and tons of points. Where is Toronto? Not that far down the list. Reasonably far down the list, but with a bad defensive rating for where they are on the list. And then Atlanta's right up at the top, pretty close, although now falling to third. I thought they used to be up at the very top. Anyway, so that's a little bit about where the games are. You can see I made that line a little bit closer for Indiana-Washington. That's mostly just to rank order the game. I want everybody from that game to be known to be in the fastest game because it sure is philly detroit what in the world i mean i guess philly just beat them by a lot but i mean in the last game didn't you have isaiah stewart got tossed early i mean he's liable to do that again he's he's a loose cannon but at the same time i don't know about a 16 point line i mean yes philly philly is better than detroit but this is a professional basket i hope i i know detroit's doing bad but they're not that bad i mean they are not as bad as the number of losses they have had. You know what I mean? So you can still take shots on Detroit. 118 is what I would... Wait, what is Philly's rating? Philly's net rating, 112. So I would have them at 112 for Detroit. Yeah. I don't think like Philly's going to come out and dominate Detroit defensively. I think they're going to dominate them offensively, right? So that's fine. Um I, you know, that's not going to change very much about the sleep. Uh, but besides that, New Orleans, Charlotte, shouldn't I have them a little faster? New Orleans is here. Charlotte's not that high. Okay, but they're they're not that high at pace, but look at this. They're giving up almost the most points of anybody. So got to have New Orleans for like 120 at least. Yeah. So let's go New Orleans to like 123. I want them to be higher than, well, Toronto's against Atlanta. 122. New Orleans. And then who are they playing? Uh, Charlotte. So Charlotte's at 113. New Orleans rating is 113. So that's where they got the 113 from. Now my question is, do I think Charlotte... I think Charlotte's going to be playing in a faster game environment than average. So I'm going to buff this up to 116. I think that game's just going to be pretty fast. Neither, neither team is particularly good at defense. So... Um, buffing that a little bit and I don't think I see anything else. Okay. So let's go back to the players now that I've messed around with all of their projections in the back, the back screen, Bruce Brown. I don't know if I want to have him core, but he's fine for like a major piece, uh, 35%, eh, 40%. I'm fine being double the field on Bruce Brown, Nick Richards. We have core piece, definitely a core piece. Miles Bridges, core piece, Brandon Miller, meh, don't want him to be core piece. He's fine. He just has to hit shot. I don't, I don't ever want a guy who has to hit shots to be a core piece. I don't like that. I don't like being 65% dependent on a guy who's maybe 35% likely to go off. That's not what I want. What I want is to be 65% dependent on 65% dependent on a big who is playing priced up or like still hasn't been appropriately priced up. He's still at 5,400. 
on a team that scores a ton of points in a great game environment. So that's why I'm fine with having that much Nick Richards. I am not fine with having this much Jeremy Sohan. He's fine, but he's just fine. You don't want more than like a solid Sohan piece today. I don't know how much any of these, like, I don't want any core San Antonio guys, maybe this whole year, like until we get some, until some guys get injured or that, that rotation tightens up. I don't know what's going on with these guys at all. And it's, I don't like it. I don't, I don't like not knowing what's going on. Tara Eason is another guy that like could break the slate, could kill you. So let's put him at 40. I don't really want a ton of Tari Eason in that not, not an awesome game environment either, right? Like that's the, I was considering crossing off Houston and Memphis, but also it's a scrappy game. That's where Tari can kind of make his points, but still, I don't want to be more than just a solid piece. 30% is where I limit my solid pieces. Uh, so yeah, more than solid, I would say, are Bruce Brown, Miles Bridges, Jacob Pertle, um, Dennis, and then core probably, yeah. I think I'm fine with these guys being core right now. As the slate stands, uh, as the slate stands, are we projecting Zion out? We are not. If Zion's out, then Brandon Ingram is mega core, I guess. I would probably pump him up to 65%, but as is, he's still great. I mean, this is just, they're going to score a ton of points, and the guy who's going to score it is mostly Brandon Ingram. I don't know. He's, the, he's, on, the, he's on the bubble, though. The other guys at core, I, I like better. Toronto versus Atlanta. That's a great spot for Schroeder to push it up the floor and get some points. Speaking of, it's also a great spot for the other point guard on that team who I did boost. Where is he at? Uh, Scotty. 45? Okay. Taking a shot on Scotty. Just wanted to make sure in that game environment that I have a little Scotty Barnes just in case he goes off. Um, bup, bup, bup. I think, yeah, other pieces I boosted. Jabari Smith Jr. Oh, yeah, rules. I didn't even tell you guys my rules today yet. It's the standard ones that you would expect on this slate. Nick's center foul trouble. So I reformed that one because it was Mitchell Robinson foul trouble, and now it's Sims Hartenstein foul trouble. But either way, I mean, those guys are in play. You know, they're in play. Hartenstein. I got 10% Hartenstein taking some shots. 28. Uh, yep, that's fine. Sims, I don't think I get to still. No, I get to a little bit. A smattering of Sims. So Sims has not had a good couple of first games. He's not a good point per minute guy, but he's a center and he can luck box in some blocks stats. And like he could get you 20 points in 20 minutes, like and he's going to have the 20 minutes. So he's still only four thousand dollars. He's still got a little bit of upside. And at point two, two percent when like, I don't know, a few slates ago, he was like 15 percent, 20 percent. I think. Yeah. What are you all doing? You got to still allow yourself some cheap plays on the slate and they're just not that many good ones. So again, Sims is another guy who's probably like on the chopping block if we get actual value opening up. But at this point in the day, I think that's about all I got for you guys. So let me just say you're good enough. You're strong enough. And gosh, darn it. Someone's got to win that money. Might as well be us. And congrats again to sheets. It was us.